This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me. Look at that at my little corner of the internet. Today is a really big day. This is Tuesday, November 2nd. This is election day. We're going to talk a little bit about that and I'm going to answer your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. I'm Heidi St. John, running for Congress to block, delay, obstruct, defeat, and ultimately undo the communist Biden agenda. Join my team at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. It's time to fight back. So I'm glad you guys are here today. Big, 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 big day around the country. This is election day. And uh, boy, you guys, these local elections, these are an off year elections. Don't sit them out. Get out there and vote, 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 vote like your life depends on it. Uh, Vote for people who will reflect your values on the school boards and your city councils and so many other wonderful and important positions that really need good and wise leaders and uh, we're suffering right now. We really are under a terrible, terrible leadership, and it is plaguing the entire nation. And so I just want to encourage you today, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield, get down there and vote. Let your voices be heard. It's never been more important than it is right now. Uh, Before I get going today, I want to just encourage you again to check out Heidi St. John for congress.com. I got a huge fundraising deadline coming up and we need your help. The Democrats are looking to flip this seat blue and by the grace of God and your help and your prayers, we are going to keep it red. And not only are we going to keep it red, we're going to make it truly conservative. And it would be my privilege to represent you on the floor of the House of Representatives. You can find out more at Heidi St. John for Congress. All right, you guys, let's look at your questions today. As always, I was going to do these yesterday, but uh, I had a wonderful guest on. I hope you guys enjoyed the young man, Alex Stone, who was on my show yesterday. If you guys want questions answered, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday and leave your questions there. I got a great off the bench story for you today. Megan from Illinois. She says, Heidi, thank you. You are the real national treasure. Oh my goodness, Megan. Thank you for that. She says, please pray for all of us in Illinois. My husband and I got off the bench. We started a group called Speak for Students, speakforstudents.org in June, which spread like wildfire all over Illinois. We are fighting for parent choice at our kids' schools. We pulled our kids out of the public school to private school them. But soon after, they discovered to follow our governor's mandate. So then we decided to sue the government. I love it. So we decided to sue our government school and Governor Pritzker, but he started changing the rules in the middle of the night. Well, that's a shocker. We have at least 50, closer to 100 districts in Illinois filing lawsuits against both the state for their mask mandate and teachers filing against them for the vaccine mandate. Since I am a teacher, we are praying for our next 
steps. Do we open a school? Do we open a homeschool resource center? Listen, you guys, you know my feeling on this. Anything that you can do that will keep you out of uh, in, and away from the overreach of this tyrannical government that our founding fathers had no intention of this country becoming, uh, homeschooling is the way to go. Independent homeschooling. I am not an advocate for homeschooling families to take government money for a variety of reasons. I will talk about this on my other podcast, America's Town Hall, probably at some point coming up really quickly. But I do not believe that it is ever a good idea. You know, when we talk about school choices different, but when we're talking about homeschooling, uh, I always tell homeschoolers, do not take government money. It is never free. It never comes without strings. And that is the actual gospel truth right there. All right, let me let me get to your questions today. And then I'm going to come back on Friday. I'm going to let the dust settle from the elections, sort of let the news filter out so we can see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then on Friday, I'm going to come back and do a uh, kind of an assessment if you will, (laughs) of how the elections went, what it looked like the voter turnout was and where we go from here. In the meantime, I'm going to answer your questions today. And then tomorrow, you guys are really in for a treat because uh, my friend Garrett Hampton, who is getting ready to release a brand new movie uh, called Schoolhouse Rocked, Garrett's going to come on the show tomorrow. And we're going to talk a little bit about why we can have hope in the middle of all this stuff in the education crisis. And then on Thursday, we're going to talk about the role of dads and uh, this idea that if you can read, you can lead. And so uh, really important. These next two days are going to be great. And then on Friday, we're going to do sort of an election overview, and I'll see if I can't get a guest on to help me talk about some of that stuff. All right. Jennifer from Oregon wrote in and said, I have been a first grade teacher in Virginia for seven years, and I've always felt like a light in the darkness. When the mask mandate came out, I was outraged, but I complied because I wanted to teach my students in person. Now my school system is asking for employees to attest if they have been vaccinated or not. Choosing the non-disclosure option, I am being told that I will have to take a weekly COVID test. My husband and I have agreed that this is the line I am drawing and I will not do the weekly testing. I have a religious exemption from my church to support me, but the county school system says it does not apply to testing. I hate to leave my students mid-year, but feel like I'll be letting down my students, families, and colleagues. My husband pointed out that it is the county deciding this, not me. On a positive note, I have met wonderful Christian colleagues who are facing the same thing, and we are pulling together. We may even have a lawyer who supports us. My friend who introduced me to your podcast years ago said, you really are off the bench now. I take that as a huge compliment and feel like God is using me. Thank you for your encouraging podcast. Wow, Jennifer, thank you so much. And you know what? You are not alone. You are not alone in this. Uh, What is happening right now is really uh, devastating on a hundred different levels. So don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Keep at it and then keep me posted. I'd like to hear how it goes. Abby from Ohio, do you have any encouragement for those already coerced into getting the jab? My husband recently took the jab in order to keep his job after many months of standing up against it. There was seemingly no way to keep his career, and he is sacrificing his health so that I can continue to homeschool our children. We are heartbroken, ashamed, and defeated. Everyone who can, please stand strong against this evil. The grass isn't greener on the vaccination side. So, Abby, for can I just start by saying something to you, sweet girl? This is not a sin issue. And so I want to just remind you, all right, there's this, this is not a sin issue. There's no condemnation in this. I understand why your husband did that. We've had people very close to us who have done the same thing and we're hearing similar regret from them. 
These are freedom issues. And the, the fact that the government is forcing us into this spot is a window into what happens when we lose sight of the proper jurisdiction of governments. And what is the role of government? This is not the role of government. They have absolutely overstepped their bounds. And we are seeing now a terrible, tyrannical overreach. And this must be corrected. And it must be corrected immediately. That's why voting is so important. That's why I keep telling you guys these local elections are important. So, Abby, I just encourage you, instead of getting discouraged, turn your anger and your frustration into activism. Turn your anger and frustration into getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. And don't let the enemy keep you in this place of feeling defeated and heartbroken and ashamed. All right. There are a lot of people that are in your position right now who feel like they were coerced into getting this people in the military, firefighters, police officers. And there are a lot of other people who are standing up to it and are saying no. And they are also heartbroken. And so we know that this is evil. From sunup to sundown, this is evil. And so I'm going to ask you guys to get on your knees before the Lord and say, Father, help me know what to do right now in this moment. You guys, if you would have told me a year ago that I would still be having these conversations with you about COVID and the Rona and the mask mandates, and now we're talking about vaccine passports and what Governor Inslee is doing to the state of Washington, which is criminal in my opinion. We're going to have to stand up and we're not used to that. We're not used to having to stand for our freedoms. We've always taken them for granted. We just assume that they would be there. And what we're discovering is they can easily be taken from us. And so, Abby, I'm going to be praying for you and for your husband today. And uh, this is not, again, this is not a sin issue. Don't let the enemy make you feel ashamed and defeated for it. What happened to you, this coercion, uh, is wrong. And it's wrong on a hundred different levels. And turn your anger into activism. All right. Samantha from Massachusetts. Hi, Heidi. I live in Massachusetts where our governor has put a vaccine mandate out for all state employees. I've heard you countless times saying to let the company fire us so that we can collect unemployment. But if we refuse the vaccine in Massachusetts, we don't get to collect anything as it is now considered, quote, a condition of employment. After careful consideration and prayer, I decided to leave my job just a few weeks before the mandate took full effect. The whole world is short-staffed right now, and clearly mandating a vaccine isn't helping. Yep, Samantha, uh, my inbox is literally full of uh, statements just like yours, and I'm heartbroken just like I am for Abby. I'm heartbroken for you as well, and I'm going to encourage you just like I've been encouraging everybody else. Let your anger turn to activism and to prayer. We get on our knees. Remember, you guys, the people of Israel, when they were facing an adversary, and can we just be honest, we're not used to this. We're really, I mean, our our war muscles are pretty flat and flabby, right? Uh, we're not used to fighting for freedom. We're used to other people doing it for us and telling us about how isn't it great to be free, but we've always taken it for granted. Well, I don't think we'll ever do that again. I never will. And I want to just encourage you to uh, get on your knees and do exactly what God instructed the Israelites to do when they were up against the Amalekites, when they were up against these kings and uh, tyrannical uh, emperors from all over the world. And God always had them in prayer. And you don't pray for the sake of praying. You pray for instruction. We pray to say, Lord, what would you have us do? Teach us right now in this moment. What are we to do? And for the pastors that are not addressing this stuff from the pulpits, shame on you. 
the world is struggling right now, and God's people have an opportunity to speak life into the situation, to compare it to what the Israelites went through, to talk about uh, the people that have struggled for freedom in times past. Bonhoeffer and Corey Ten Boom come to mind. And there are many more people other than that who gave their lives for liberty. And yet we're just going about our day as if nothing is different in many, many, many of our churches right now. And it is wrong on a hundred levels. A friend of mine sent me a post from Sophie Scholl. And I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but she lived uh, in Germany She was part of what's called the White Rose Resistance. She lived from 1921 to 1943. She was very young when she was executed. She was a Christian. She was an anti-Nazi political activist. She was active in the nonviolent White Rose Resistance group. And she, along with her brother Hans, were imprisoned, convicted of high treason, and then uh, then executed and sentenced. Uh, it's, It's interesting to me to know. The, well, if you don't, for those of you who don't know, the White Rose Resistance, their whole purpose was to bring an end to the oppression of the Jews and the others that were being uh, tortured and sent to prison while the majority of the German church remained silent. She was arrested. She and her brother Hans were charged with treason. These were her final words before she was executed, and I quote, How can we expect righteousness to prevail? when there is hardly anyone willing to give himself up individually to a righteous cause. Such a fine sunny day, and I have to go. But what does my death matter if through us thousands of people are awakened and stirred to action? Wow. We have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. And as I, as I read more about people that have gone before me, I'm convinced that this is our time to stand. Another thing that she said was this, the real damage is done by those millions who want to, quote, survive. The honest men who just want to be left in peace. Those who don't want their little lives disturbed by anything bigger than themselves. Those with no sides and no causes. Those who won't make, take measure of their own strength for fear of antagonizing their own weaknesses. Those who don't like to make waves or enemies. Those whom freedom, those for whom freedom, honor, truth, and principles are only literature. Those who live small, die small. It's the reductionist approach to life. If you keep it small, you'll keep it under control. If you don't make any noise, the boogeyman won't find you. But it's all an illusion because they all die too. Those people who roll up their spirits into tiny little balls so as to stay safe. Safe? From what? Life is always on the edge of death. Narrow streets lead to the same place as wide avenues. And a little candle burns itself out just like a flaming torch does. I choose my own way to burn. Guys, that was Sophie Scholl. And I've been teaching my children for many years now. And who knows, you guys, our our days have already been ordained for us. But what's happening in the country right now, and I said this on on my Facebook page the other day, and I'm going to continue to say it because I think it's probably one of the most important moments in our entire lives. 
that we stand up and we tell the truth. And I posted a picture of my uh, looking out my bedroom window the other day. And I said that if you looked past the mess on my desk and out through the windows, you could see a change of season coming. You see, the tree out the left of the window is always the last one to change. It hangs on to summer as long as it can. I do a countdown now. Almost every year I've lived in this house for over 10 years. And I see how long it's going to take that tree to give it up and submit to the change of season. And somehow in this season, I feel a lot like that tree. Something's happening, you guys. Something big is coming. I feel it in my spirit. And part of me feels like that tree trying to hang on to what is familiar and understand for as long as I can. And yet God is in control of the seasons. He is Lord over all creation and his plan is going to be fulfilled. Maybe this is why he's always telling us not to be afraid. He wants us to trust him no matter what is ahead. And as I was looking out my window, I was asking the Lord to show me which way to go in this season, to the left or to the right. And honestly, you guys, I'm not sure right now. I only know that we need to be listening very carefully for the sound of his voice. Because when he gives instruction, we need to obey. The wind and the culture is picking up, you guys, and change is coming. And we need to trust and obey. And the more questions I see coming in from you, I know you guys feel it too. I just want to encourage you, hang in there. Hang in there. Now is our time to stand. Bonhoeffer said that silence in the face of evil is itself evil. And that we will not be held innocent if we choose to be quiet while others around us are suffering. We must stand for freedom and we must do it right now. I appreciate you guys listening. I hope that you go out to the polls today. I hope that you'll vote. I hope that you'll engage in the process around you. If you want information, if you're in Southwest Washington State and you want information on the local races, please go look at my HeidiStJohnForCongress.com page and my Facebook page, probably also my personal page and probably my Instagram. I'm going to be talking about this wherever I get an opportunity to talk about it. It's that important. And uh, I want you guys to engage in the process. So the local race is very, very, very important. And I'm going to end today's podcast praying for the election. Father, we come before you right now. And if we're honest, we're frustrated. I'm frustrated. I, I guess I can only speak for myself. I'm, I'm frustrated, Lord. And I, I'm heartbroken for the thousands of letters that I get every single week here at the show and the number of emails and the people who are heartbroken and being fired from their jobs for no good reason at all. And Lord, we see a change is coming and you're calling your people to the front lines. And so Lord, I pray for every person that's listening to this today, that they would get off the bench and onto the battlefield, that they would be moved to action. Lord, we come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus Christ. And we know that at the name of Jesus, the darkness has to flee. We know that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And Lord, we're living for that day. And I pray that you'd give us the courage we need to stand right now. Lord, I pray for every man and woman who's listening to this, who's lost their job or been threatened to lose their job over this virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Lord, open our eyes to truth. Give us courage. 
For the young people listening to this today, Lord, I pray that you'd shore them up. For the moms who are expecting little ones, Lord, give them courage. I'm reminded that you spoke to the Israelites in the middle of a Babylonian captivity, and they were suffering and struggling, and your word to them was, to be fruitful and multiply, to have babies, to give, be given and to give in marriage. And so we continue to live, Lord, trusting you for whatever's ahead. And we're going to give you the praise and you the glory because you are worth all of it, every single bit of it. Help our lives to reflect that. In Jesus' name, amen. We sure love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for sharing with people, for leaving reviews for the podcast over at iTunes, for supporting this ministry financially. We could not do what we are doing without your support, and we cannot thank you enough. If you want to support this ministry, please go to HeidiStJohn.com and click on the Give button, and you can find out how you can support, uh, help me keep this podcast on the air. If you're interested in supporting my run for Congress, you can do so by going to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Click on the Contribute link at the top of that page. Again, I have a very large fundraising deadline coming up. And uh, just in case you're wondering, the mentions of this are paid for by friends of Heidi St. John. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.